anyways, Eric, how are you? We we haven't done this for a I feel like months. Just the a two while. of us. Just the you know that song, just the two of us. No, what's that song? Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. You know that song? Yeah, it's Will Smith. Of course I know that song. That's Will Smith? Yeah. Just the two of us. Came out mid to late nineties. Are you sure? I don't think that's yeah. Will Smith. It's Will Smith. I'm like an a uh, a raving an advocate Will, of Will Smith. For, for Will Smith. <laughs> and actually, that brings back. Remember when we were doing our real estate dream team, mm-hmm. and I couldn't think of any Will Smith movies. I forgot to say Pursuit of Happiness. My yep. it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I fucking forgot it. I've avoided that one purposefully, just because. It looks like it's going to have too many tearjerker moments. You haven't seen. Pursuit I haven't of seen Pursuit of Happiness. No, there's there's certain movies that just have a, a general sad oh, connotation. I know that one's called though. Pursuit it's of Happiness, but inspiring. Super yeah, I, inspiring. I get the gist of it. He gets the job at the end. You know, I, I kind of know. What happens. No, maybe no? not. Okay, well, <laughs> I haven't seen it, so <laughs> okay. I guess I shouldn't talk. <laughs> well, we got a couple things to go into uh, today. We've been trying to. Should we talk about some big news for the podcast? Some we got big, a lot of big news coming up. A lot of big news. Yep. Finally, the merch is rolling out. Next week. Next week. I know we've been talking. To, I know you guys have been fucking chomping at the bit for some of this shit, but... No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one's asked one question about the merch. But they will be chomping at the bits. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be chomping at the bits for it. So that merch is actually coming out next week. Should the we- reason it's taken so long is because we've been ordering the merch yeah. nonstop to make sure that it's perfect. I we spent, upgr- <laughs> I yeah, spent you, $500. You spent, yeah. <laughs> I guess there's some, some thing in Canada where if you're not there when it ships to you, you have to pay a tax. What happened with that? I don't fucking know. I paid it though. Cause I wanted my shit. The shit, it is quality shit. Okay. I'm not just saying it was way better than this fucking shirt. It keeps wrinkling this Fleetwood Mac shirt. Um, the the blends we got on these t-shirts are fantastic yeah we got snapbacks too with embroidered keys on them we have sweatshirts got the whole fucking shit socks we don't have socks but no. <laughs> anyways should we talk about the other big news or should we wait a little longer what is the yeah, other big news? The other big news. Oh, the sponsor? The yeah. Oh, well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've, we've got a sponsor for the podcast. We're starting that up next month. It's very exciting. Um, do we want to release the sponsor no. name yet? Not yet. Not yet. It's a surprise. It's Manscaped. But, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> it's Untuck It. <laughs> yeah, Untuck It. <laughs> it's Audible. It's every podcast sponsor you've ever yeah. heard. Now, this is a real estate specific sponsor that I think you guys will enjoy. Well, you're not going to enjoy the sponsor, but I mean, it's going to bring, enjoy. I think you're going to want to use the service. It'll help your business. Yes. Yeah. We'll make the ad reads fun. So but it's cool. though. I mean, we've been doing this five months. Yep. We've done about 30 episodes grinded. We fucking rise and grind. We got a sponsor. Yeah. You know, they know yeah. real estate agent audience. It's the place to go. It's the place to go. And uh, we have some, fantastic guests coming up we're not yep. going to talk about them just yet but some oh, we could we could name a few real guests we got um, samir coming up from celebrity home shopping check yep. his account out on instagram he uh, does reviews of celebrity houses on reels igtv yeah conditioning this is uh, eric's air conditioning is uh yep. we have glenda baker coming on the program uh she is just a 
bundle of joy. Yeah. Really. I got to turn this off. It feels like in the middle of a tornado. Just keep talking. I'm going to talk. Glenda's a bundle of joy. Um, I told her in the episode that she uh, reminded me of Sandra Bullock from The Blind Side. Um, She is just the nicest person. And it was a great conversation. I'm excited for you to hear that. And we also have Daniel Daggers. um, Unreal combo that we had uh, with him as well. I think you're going to find a lot of value. We're trying, you know, like Eric just said, we've done this five months. So we're still kind of seeing what works. It's trial and error. Like um, we're trying to bring a lot of different types of conversations to you. So it's not all so like social based all the time or other things. So uh, these can't just talk about Instagram strategy. Yes. Which we might do today. Um, (laughs) Because no, but I think the next couple um, episodes you're really going to enjoy. People like the Jason Benab episode a lot. Love that one. He crushes, well, real estate, of course, but just his his perspective on uh, like the headspace you have to be in and kind of from like a life coach perspective, which I've always found lame up until that podcast. Yeah. And then I actually had a one-on-one session with him about mindset. Yeah. And we like wrote down goals and wrote down like Eric 1.0 and 2.0. And this is something that I would never do yeah but it just you know i got inspired by that podcast and you know we we're coming to realize that almost every agent that's been on that crushes has some sort of real estate coach or life coach so yeah yeah shout out jason thank you for doing that that was great so eric met eric 2.0 now eric met with him eric 1.0 met with him last week eric has now bought a three million dollar house had nothing (laughs) fucking pursuit of happiness yeah Um, Okay, so let's uh, let, let's let's get into this a bit, Eric. Okay, we have some Instagram stuff we want to talk about. We won't bore them with that just yet. Okay, we had some fan, uh, not fan. I oh I I don't like saying the the word fan. We had some people yeah. ask questions on some the followers podcast. Some follower questions. So I found one that was really good. Okay, really good. Okay, I think it's gonna stump you. Ready? Yeah. Okay. It's a bit of a long one, so you got to think about it. Would you rather live in a town with 2,000 agents, but the average price is $200,000? Or would you rather live in a town with 500,000 agents, but the average price is $5 million? In the kingdom of the blind, <laughs> the one-eyed man rules in this situation. Now, that's a, that's a tough question. Isn't that? Because... I'd rather have the excuse for myself that I'm not doing well because there's so many agents. I think, I Mm. think there'd be too much pressure on me if it was only 2000 agents and I had to sell (laughs) 20, 30 houses a year or something like that. Yeah. Then it's really my fault if I'm not doing great because there's a lack of agents. So I'd rather have the second option, more agents, higher price point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pressure. I'm the same way, but for different reasons. Yeah, I, um, I hope so. That's the worst reason possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I always said if if my average price is 200000 I don't even think I'd fucking do this. No way. I'd probably just sell fucking watches or or uh, cars or some shit, you know? Yeah. Like, seriously, at that point, just go sell some Lamborghinis. Um, not that, you know, respect to everyone who's doing it. It's just like... Yeah, respect to the 70% of agents that do have that price point. Is that... Is I think it? it's, I think the average price point's like 350, 400, probably for 
America. Well, 400 is good. Fact check me on that, somebody. Jamie, well, four- pull that up. <laughs> 400 was uh, Bowie. Pull that up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Miles, can you pull that up, please? <laughs> 400 was pretty good. I don't want to sound. No, I know. It's a weird way because my average price was always like four to 500,000 for the longest time. And I was on a team. And I just, I guess I have a, a new, a whole new respect for people who are crushing it and making a real good living at 200,000. 250,000 average price. Yeah. Cuz like I was doing 4 or 500,000 on a team. So that was split. So it was pretty much the same thing. And it is hard. Yeah. To like really, you know, get some steam behind you and, and make like a good living. Yeah, you got to close a deal a week, a deal every 2 weeks. Yeah. There's agents that do that. There's agents that yeah. do a deal a day. Yeah. And you know, just being in multiple escrows at once, not that I've ever experienced that, but I'm sure it's, you know, a, a complete <laughs> Yeah. Hassle. Oh, Not hassle, I wanna, but I'm sure it's very stressful. Imagine being in six or seven at once. A lot yeah. of people can. So I want to take back my comment and say okay. I would probably still be in real estate if my average price is 200000 because I kind of mm-hmm. was in real estate if you look at it that way because I was making shit all because my team split was not good. Um, but I'd still rather the 500,000 agents. Um a thousand agents in one town <laughs> with five million dollars. It's the worst town of all time. Can you imagine just a bunch of agents walking around? <laughs> it's just agents, so you actually get no business because it's just, just all agents. fighting at grocery stores, just <laughs> yeah. all it's in like, commission disputes and like driving Hunger the games. same car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all white Mercedes. Exactly, just terrible. But I feel like at that point, it's more on you. Mm-hmm. Personal mm-hmm. responsibility. Yeah, and. It's on you to set yourself apart. So if you can set yourself apart, you're going to do more of those $5 million deals. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's good. And like, you know, two $5 million deals, people w- would, that's a lot of people do 10 million in a year, which is great. You know, that's two deals and you, whatever. Right. You're good to go. Imagine yeah. doing 50 to make. Yeah, that's. I mean, Neil does like 30, 40, 50, 60 deals a year, doesn't he? Probably. Probably. He just texted me. That's the only reason I said that. It just it popped up Dan? in my head. Yeah. Well, so Dan's like price point is actually, well, he's got a bit of both. But mm-hmm. I think some of his houses are like three, 400,000. Maybe, is it? Yeah. Long Island? Know. Anyways, I thought that was a good question. Folks, yeah. let us know in the comments uh, <laughs> what you think. <laughs> because um yeah it, it stumped me a little bit it stumped me and i really like the last when we did the last episode with the car should Which you drive a nice car in oh, real yeah. estate mm-hmm. as soon as i had should my should we relitigate that question <laughs> no but as soon as i had my rebuttal to you don't need one my car's been fucking smoking the whole the uh-huh. yeah it's it's insane i need a new car now are so, you still on lockdown over there yeah well, we just opened back up to phase one. Got it. We yeah. just got completely released today. June oh, yeah, 15th. June 15th. Congratulations. So, thank you. So now when we have a showing, we don't have to sign these PED forms, which were extremely obnoxious. So before you could even show a house in California or at least Los Angeles, you had to have a coronavirus property entry disclosure form mm. signed by everybody. 
and Jesus. you know get, getting something signed right off the bat before you even show your client a place is a hassle. Oh, also kind worst. of it also kind of shows you how difficult it's going to be in the future getting them to sign something because if they're not going to sign something that's literally just a form to get in the building, yeah. imagine what it's going to be like when they're going over the, the uh, disclosures or request for repairs or something like that. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So you don't have to sign that anymore. You no. can do open houses. Open houses. Yep. As of last week, I think. Yeah, I seen everyone ago. on uh, caravan over yeah, there. Yeah, now I now I have to go and pretend I'm an active realtor again. It sucks. Oh well, you'll get recognized. You your your celebrity has probably grown tremendously over this last over the year. last year and a half. Yeah, I picked up some followers. <laughs> yeah, people are <laughs> I'll just walk around in my broke agent shirt and just hope someone says something so I can feel good about myself. Well, I mean, you know, you're an online brand who capitalized on the moment for a solid five months. No, everyone was just looking at their phones. I know it was, it was great content because everybody was sitting at home. Everybody had the same anxieties. No one knew what the real estate market was going to do, at least in like March and April. So that was a real fun content switch because it just, you know, like all the perspective was working from home or a buyer wants to see a place, but you can't even show it to them or a seller takes his listing off the market because they don't want anyone walking through their house. Yeah. And that was really fun to try to come up with stuff of just like quarantine humor. Yeah. And then it became massive seller's market humor. And now I feel like I've been doing that for a year and I'm sick of it. So something, not a pandemic, but something else has to happen. So I can switch up <laughs> yeah, the content please, a little. My please. content's getting dry as hell. Not a pandemic. Did you see yeah. that new movie that came out called Songbird? No. It's about a pandemic that happens in 2022. No, thanks. The f- what are people thinking? Um, it's with that guy from Riverdale, Archie. Um, I was just going to say something that was really good. Oh, oh con- content? Yeah, well, you didn't um you didn't do the the uh quarantine content too long. Some people mm-hmm. like really held on to that. Kept it going. Oh my god. You I know, had the, to unfollow some people. The the worst meme is you know what's it like looking for houses right now? And they said, you know what it was like looking for toilet paper back yeah. in April. Yeah. The fact that that's still being posted is frustrating. I but yeah, saw the, I saw what could you see yourself being quarantined here like last month. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell. Like no, don't even remind me of that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But, COVID humor is done. Oh yeah, it's, that's done. Yeah. But and it's, like the first time you see your clients again was one. And it, it was like easy to come up with content during that just because yeah. there was so much new information and so much, you know, not yeah, anxiety that you're feeling that everyone was feeling. So now yeah. it's just it's getting repetitive, man. I, I, I need I need something else. Well, the sell it's so weird that the entire world, it seems like, is in a seller's market. I know. But like <laughs> I've never seen that. Like I would always Every post, market. Some, post something and they'd be like, oh no, well actually here we're everywhere. They just get the mm-hmm. joke because it's the yep. same everywhere. Yep. I don't know what the hell happened. Every submission I get is like, oh, you should see the, the Detroit market. You should see the Denver market. You should see the Seattle market. Like if I post something where yeah. someone submitted 60 offers, they'll say like, oh, that's nothing. You should see this. Yeah. So it's really happening everywhere. It's crazy. I yeah. don't know, you know. I don't know, but yeah, that's pretty much all. It's hard though, because that's what's relevant right now. So you have to mm-hmm. keep going with it content yep. wise. Well, Father's Day is coming up. So I got some Father's Day jokes. Oh, I'm sure that's going to be real estate dad jokes. It's 
going to be a real joy. Everyone, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, make sure you check out the account on Sunday. It's going to yeah blow your mind. Well, yeah. our the accounts have been kind of, Instagram, I don't know if it's been like this for everyone, but it's been all messed up. You don't have some features. I don't have some features. I can't check my Reels insights. That's really- yeah, The algorithm's up. been fucking us lately, yeah. huh? Yeah, really, really has. But you can't check some story shit you were saying? Yeah, so- out of nowhere, when you go to notifications, you can usually check who's mentioned you in your stories, which yeah. is really convenient for me. So if 10, 15 people mention me a day, I could just scroll through that and then repost those. Yeah. But now I actually have to go through my DMs. So I don't know what's going on there. And then our over asked page still doesn't have reels. You're not getting your insights. I don't know. I want those insights. It's a nightmare. I want those insights. I just want to I know because all you do is post reels. Yeah, it's, that's all I have now. So I can't get any real good analytics anymore Yeah, because that's all I do. I'm posting a, a new reel probably tomorrow or I'm doing a collab with the agency. Uh, that's the brokerage I work for in case you don't know. Oh uh, yeah. What's the collab? Uh, uh, we're doing a collab for their, for the agency merch. They're releasing the merch to everyone. Sweet. Yeah. Are you going to be wearing the merch? Of course. Why? I'm just curious. I don't know. <laughs> yeah it's cool yeah it is cool you're doing you're doing their merch release this yep. week yes then our merch release next week <clears throat> next week and then in i got a video that i've been trying to film um and it's gonna be a good one to mm -hmm. i think it's i hope it's gonna be a good one um it's similar to the stand okay. similar kind of thing similar style yeah similar style go back uh, to the bangers smart yeah well i just think that's a, a such a funny concept to just find people and be like, oh, what if they're a real estate agent? Yeah. You know, I just think that does. Like a celebrity or a character or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really good. So. Which um, celebrity are you doing? Uh, Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Okay. But. Shit. Judging by why? Judging by my reaction, I don't know. I mean, I know Blink-182, of course. Yeah, but... so I probably won't say Tom DeLong because you Is he the lead singer? Uh, one of them, yeah. Okay. So, so you can do like a Blink-182 style song? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, I've been trying to film it. And it might be my first one that is filmed kind of more TikTok style where I'm both characters. Mm -hmm. So I'm like the seller and I'm going to just try some different shit, you know? Yeah. Because um, I took a week off and then I posted one. Because every couple months, like I say, I, I take a week off, sometimes two weeks just to like refresh and like, I never want to, I don't know if this is the right thing to do or not, but like, I always want to give like my best effort and have my mm. best video. So I don't want to post something that I think subpar just to fill up a week. Yeah. I'd almost rather lose momentum to post stuff that I'm, I, I really like. What do you yeah, think? And that's, that's kind of the debate, right? We were having before this is should you post daily and all the time or three or four times a day even if the content isn't that great to stay top of mind stay at the top of people's feeds and keep the momentum going with the algorithm in your instagram or should you focus on high quality stuff and i think for you i think it's different for each person i guess yeah. but your content is all high quality reels now like you don't post anything else on your feed right like no. not even real estate stuff that all is story yeah all like my sales and stuff are story and highlights right and then sometimes I'll do a video on like a sale, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. It's all the same thing. And 
I'm going to throw in the odd, like listing video and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. some of my listings right now, it's been hard. I've been older clients, stuff like that. They don't want yeah. people in and out. So they don't need dancing around in some costume. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, no, just get the fuck out and sell my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, stop filming a blink 182 video. <laughs> yeah. <in> there. Just... <laughs> it's going to be, I think it's funny. I got the song done. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But it, does your Instagram grow throughout the week? Yeah. Okay. Even without posting anything? Yeah. Like how not, much? Not as much. But when you post something, it grows way more. Way more. Like the, the day you post and a couple days after. Yeah. Because I repost it. But yeah, because <laughs> the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. The broke agent algorithm. Right, right. Um, exactly. I will say though, because some people, you know, try and come at me and they're mm-hmm. like, well, you only have so many followers because the broke agent and i'm like yes i appreciate everything that the broke agent has done but if the content isn't there right they're not gonna follow follow. yes so you're giving definitely giving me a platform and getting more eyes on me but the content has to be liked for someone to follow your hey your, your content would would be discovered despite me it already was getting discovered so yeah. your, your content you sped is up the process, good on its though, own. Little sure. little booster, a little get, yeah, Mario booster. Mushroom show <laughs> from Mushroom Boost. <laughs> I appreciate. So I yeah, think, we, I think the... Uh, what, uh, no, just sometimes I've... Do you remember that day you posted my text conversation? The first mm-hmm. one? Yeah, it's the best, best day of your life. Guys. Our lives. 4,000 followers in 12 hours. That post hit though. That fucking hit. Yeah. Is it insane? But like now everyone's going to be like, oh, I got to get on Broke Agent. Got to get on Broke Agent. It's, it has to be like the perfect, it has to hit on your side. Then they have to go to the other page and see something that's not just sold, 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 sold. Right. Like it's all got to funny, funny humor as well. Yeah. Funny content. It's got to, yeah. It's all got to connect. Um, I think you should post a little more. Whether yeah. it's stories. I mean, we've kind of talked about that too. Like you got to do more questionnaires and votes and at least story content to where you're you know feeding people content in your face yeah so they know you're still around because you know one reel a week or one reel every two weeks is i don't think that's enough it's usually a reel a week um and Mm. sometimes i take and i'll do a story every now and then like yeah it's definitely the debate of um the century yeah like i think a lot of people ask that but what you said is right like it's different for everyone and it depends what you're trying to accomplish which you know i'm trying to gain social proof which i think most people are on instagram Mm -hmm. um so yeah you would think posting more and i know gary v is like he is like post four five six seven times a day i don't agree i love gary v i don't think that's the way i think Sometimes I'll post a story and it'll just like be terrible and I'll get like fucking 20 unfollows in like five minutes. I'm like, holy shit, I got to take this down. This is destroying everything. I I lose 800 followers every week. I I mean, I gain like two or 3,000. Yeah. But I, so I gain actually like 3,000 or 4,000 and lose 800 to 1,000 every single week, which is depressing to me that a thousand people are choosing. Choosing to click that unfollow button, but I know because it's it's a process. You gotta click. Yeah, exactly. Page like they saw something, they saw some meme that they really didn't like. Yeah, that I didn't think was funny anymore. Yeah, some girl unfollowed me the other day because I posted um, 
I reposted a video, a video meme of someone like pooping, or it was like a poop reference about like leaving a tail in the toilet at like, and there's no water on it at your open house. It was kind of vulgar, but some girl literally just said, what the fuck is this? And then I said, oh, too much. And then went to her profile and she unfollowed me. Oh shit. But whatever. But I, I, I think, um, like we, we should have the perspective of non-agents and non-content creators who aren't scrolling Instagram every five seconds like us checking on content. So they, even if like a realtor posts five or six times a day or a meme account, they're not seeing all those because they're only checking it maybe at the end of the day for 30 minutes because they have normal jobs. They're not just checking their phone nonstop. Mm, Yeah. That's how I try to look at it. Like, even if I think I'm being annoying or posting too much, are they really seeing every single one of them? I don't think so. It depends though. Thoughts? It depends how much they engage with you. Right. Because like if you post six times and they engage with you a bunch, they're going to see the six through their feed as they're scrolling. They're yeah. going to see you and then they're going to see fucking me, Ricky Caruth, Dan O'Neill, Ricky Caruth again, Dan O'Neill. <laughs> um, you know, you know, Ricky, Ricky Caruth, Gary, yeah, Gary, v, Gary Jason v, Pantana, Tom Ricky Caruth talking about coaching and then, uh, coaching for free and then tom ferry mm-hmm. you know bringing him to school a little bit but um that's neither here nor there right um but they're gonna see your shit if they engage with you a lot mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's annoying sometimes when i see someone post so much but you i think yeah. you do a really good job and i think stories helps that like the try to stick yeah yeah three times a day for me because yeah. i also got i gotta save content too because it's it's coming becoming harder and harder to come up with shit like i've I've used so many of the same jokes yeah so many of the same photos the seller's market's been going on for a year like i said i just feel like you know if it's not like a new thought or something like that or i'm reusing a meme or i'm reusing a video it's just like i I gotta save some of like the best ones or save some of the new original thoughts for later as opposed to stacking them all in the same day because yeah. then what am I going to post tomorrow? You know, when am I yeah. going to post Saturday? So That's I don't want to like reuse or use all of my powder in one day. Yeah, no, I know. Cause when I was like on the, um, when I was first starting doing the content, I was doing probably two videos a week. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was noticing, okay, every time I post, I'm gaining, I'm gaining. Right. Um, so I would do that like two times a week. And then, it, you know, that was kind of, when I really kicked it in at overdrive, that was like kind of the start of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And then when I started, my business started going back, I was like, fuck, I need to, you know, do work too. So right. even though that is work, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it helps my business. Um, so now, yeah, I do one a week. And then actually Dan Lee talked about, he took like uh, the last, like last quarter off of last year. Yeah. He took like a pretty significant leave and he came back with those awesome road to tosser mm-hmm. series. Um, I would love to see Dan Lee do more reels. I think he would, he him and, and Dick slider yeah. would kill, which I'm surprised yeah. Dick wasn't on the list. Oh, I know. I kind of forgot him to be honest, but yeah. also I don't know if he like the, so I made a list of 11 funny real estate agents you should yeah. follow. So the point was not like funny accounts. It was agents. So he, it, is he an agent still? I don't even know. I thought he yeah. said he was like more of an actor too. Yeah, I think, you know, I think he's a buyer's agent in Australia. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of people were upset at the, uh, the, the list, 
the number. Oh yeah, there was yeah. no the there was yeah. no order. It wasn't specified though. So yeah, put Taya DiCarlo as number one. Yeah, I couldn't put you as number one. That's just real like too ridiculous. Like I'm just trying to promote you and the podcast nonstop. And I wrote an article literally just to write about you. That's why. I'd, see, that's why when people hear you talk about me now, they're probably like, "Oh well, you know." whatever he's probably just you know he's just trying yeah, to, to benefit himself yeah exactly but it was little, great little truth in that uh <laughs> it was it was really good it, eric for those who don't know is a very good writer thank you um and yeah that was awesome i i really i, I read everyone and it was good I, jason cassidy's was funny <laughs> yeah we i mean we switched the title because jason cassidy's He's not even really that funny. Of a, I mean, he is funny in person, <laughs> but his content isn't that funny. But we had to make the article something like clickbaity. So it wasn't yeah. just going to be 11 agents you need to follow. It had yeah. to be funny. So that's why I had to put like a disclaimer in it saying like, Jason's not actually posting anything that that's funny, but yeah. it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so. And Byron, but Byron's starting to post some funny shit. Yeah. He's Byron's funny in a non-funny funny man. Yeah, yeah. He's just, oh, he got, he's been getting lit up on his last, his last uh, real word video. Yeah, what did he do? He talked shit about appraisers. Appraisers, and they mm-hmm. fucking have taken to the comments. You gotta go. I read every comment. I uh, yeah, there's like eighty of them. There's like over a hundred now. I went and uh, you know, got his helped back. him out. Yeah, I got nice. his back. I told the appraisers to like, you know, get some thicker skin. You guys are such fucking. I was gonna. I can't say that, but uh, yeah, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I love Byron, but they're saying, oh, clearly, you know, nothing about the industry and all this stuff. I was like, dude, he's probably the most knowledgeable person I know ever. Yeah. In real estate. You know, I had a a drunk appraiser. I'm almost positive. Yeah. A year ago or two years ago, she, she rescheduled the appointment. So I'm literally at the condo and she texts me saying, I'm so sorry. I got in a car wreck. I can't come. And I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. And, you know, just kind of random, like 30 minutes before that seems kind of like a made up excuse, like a car wreck or traffic is kind of like the go-to yeah. slapdick excuse almost. <laughs> but then I, I go get her from the garage, like the following day, reeks of booze. Jesus. There's no, there's nothing on her car. So maybe she crashed another car or something. And this is like the rental, but she's like hung around the entire time was asking me, you know, about Arizona where I'm from. And it just took like an extra 45 minutes and I could just smell it on her. It was really uncomfortable yeah praise though so well that's good whatever it's my issue with it and i think some of the points byron was trying to get across is appraisers like yeah of course there's great appraisers people who are really good at their job just like they're great real estate agents and not so great real estate agents my point and i think what byron was trying to say as well is like to leave someone's whole fucking deal in the hands of one person mm-hmm. one person who could be drunk who mm-hmm. could not be good at their job not know the area not know the area not know anything and the banks listen to them and that's it it's left very to good one point. person mm-hmm. there's that should not be the case like they you could easily ruin someone's life man yeah. <laughs> like if Seriously. something doesn't appraise and then it's everyone's all oh, well no well the agent just paid too much okay i i see the argument you can have there but like okay or the appraiser didn't appraise it properly right so there's there's you know there's an argument on both sides 
So he talked about this in his podcast or he did a separate video on the real word. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. It's really interesting, Mm -hmm. but I'm totally on board with that to leave everything to one person who may or may not be very good at their job. Like I have an appraiser going to a really uh, over $2 million house of mine. It's the biggest house in the whole town. There's no comps. So I'm worried. Like Mm -hmm. I'm worried this shit's not going to appraise. We, the, the last home on the street sold for $500,000 less, but it's, you know, it's half the size has no income potential like ours did. Um, and it's got way less land, but I don't know if they're going to see it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're just going to literally look at the list price or the sold price and be like, Oh, well, it's way off. So do you like butter them up and give them comps and kind of tell them about the area? Is that what you do in Canada too? Like yeah, oh yeah. Kind of so, try to do here. I can't get a hold of this fucking guy. So I'm mm-hmm. freaking out. Cause this oh, is... are you going to call him beforehand? Yeah. I'm going to so call we, him. We meet him at the property and then give no, him the comps and kind of just walk him around or her. We don't meet him. They go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they don't even go in. Do they always go in for you? No, I mean they were doing drive-by appraisals during COVID. Okay, sometimes they just look at where the they just drive the by and just look at it and just fly, and just throw a number out there and yeah. just leave in two seconds. No, our guys just do like the uh, MLS. They just look at the comps. Oh, really? On the computer, and then if it's, you know, if there's not as many comps, they go in. So I was mm-hmm. hoping they just wouldn't go in, and they're going in. I can't get a hold of this guy. Cause I was going to call him. We put a rush on it cause we need it fast because my guys are do- going with a different uh, lender now. And we-, we tried calling to be yeah, exactly butter him up and be like, you know, thanks so much for doing hey, this. You want to grab stuff. dinner later tonight? Fuck yeah. anything, anything. So I can't get a hold of him. So that's like strike one. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, and he hasn't, re- he hasn't called back. So I'm freaking out about that because i hope he sees the value hope hope he doesn't just look at the sold prices you have to look at the actual house right there's funny content in there somewhere whether it's a skit or something about a drive-by appraisal or just (laughs) an appraiser that doesn't care at all and just slaps a number on it or he's just flying by in his car just throws a number out and it just destroys people's lives (laughs) it just keeps (laughs) destroying yeah i have actually some skits i'm doing on um I'm trying to do some other stuff like that isn't just real estate agents. So I'm going to do like, I'm going to play like a stager, Mm -hmm. a home inspector and actually like play them and like see them in the perspective, in the perspective of like a home inspector or a stager or something like that. Right. I think it'll be funny because some of the shit they do too is like insane. And you know, everyone like these people, there's good and bad people in every, there's bad stagers, bad home inspectors, bad, and there's also great stagers, great home inspectors. As soon as you say one thing, I said some shit about a home inspector, and I had like 10, 10 inspectors come at me. Yeah. It's like, dude, no way bad real estate agents there. Yeah. Yeah. 90% there's like, of them. I would say 90%. Yeah. I was just going to say 900,000. <laughs> the thing with the bad stager is, you know, it's a bad stager because you just walk in the house and the staging's bad. You yeah. know, it's not like you need to get to know the person. You literally just show up and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. This looks, ter- like, this looks terrible. This person. The hell? Did a, you a paint the sta- wall purple? 
a bad stager character would be pretty funny. Yeah, just, I got it. Just I gotta, someone that just puts the worst furniture known to mankind, recommends the worst plants. I got a whole the, look for it too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the mustache gonna come into play. Also, in an inspector's perspective of an incompetent agent, it's like the inspector, you know, yeah. goes to his review, and the agent's like, "All right, cool. So we're we're good." <laughs> and yeah. the inspector's like, "What do you mean? I just told you to get a mold inspection." I just told you to get a foundation inspection like this. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I wish, I wish appraisers were like inspectors because you can, you know, trial and error with your inspectors mm -hmm. and you can finally get one that just yeah. works. You know, it's not going to scare the shit out of your clients. Mm -hmm. I've been to some, they're like, Oh, like the, the littlest thing they make yeah. it like it's the biggest deal ever. So to be able to find, I have an inspector I use all the time now. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even let them use, I don't care if your cousin's an inspector, anything. Like, mm -hmm. no, like you're using this guy because he's super thorough. He knows his shit and he spends like a lot of time and he tells them like it is, but like he, he spins it in a way that's like, okay, it's not the end of the world though. Like right. this fix is maybe $500, mm -hmm. you know? And it's always, you have to cock every fucking room. Right. You know, the, the amount of There's caulking you gotta do. Right. <laughs> the amount of you gotta do in those houses. Jesus. Um, yeah, but I wish you could have like an appraiser mm -hmm. that you can be like, okay, I'll yeah, get my appraiser to person. go out. Yeah, exactly. This guy will, <laughs> it's guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> guaranteed the house appraises. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have an inspector like that. This guy named Joe Bass, salts of the earth type of guy. Okay. And I literally just follow him around and talk to him. As if he's like a father figure almost. Yeah. He just knows everything. I mean, he knows everything about houses, obviously, but the guy travels, he rock climbs, he's into MMA. Oh, he's damn. just like, like I want to grab a beer with him every time after right. an inspection. Do you? No. Okay. Yeah. And, sp and stagers are good too. Like to find, finally find. I have like two stagers. Uh, I have two stagers and two home inspectors that like I have. Mm -hmm. Um, and like one's my backup but yeah i wish i could have just an appraiser i don't even know why they need an appraiser <laughs> can't you trust me i fucking appraised it right my buyers it's funny because i actually told my buyers not to buy it why what's wrong with it nothing's wrong it's with too it too high i just thought we could do better but mm -hmm. it was like perfect it's down the street from uh one of the wife's Strip sister oh, okay. the wife's sister and uh she wanted to be very close to her and it's uh, it's it's perfect for their family They're, they have a big family and it's almost like two houses in one it's like split in a certain way where it's like you won't even have to like see the kids if you don't want to and they're right. older kids and stuff so um yeah but i initially was like i wouldn't get it and they wanted it but my whole thing is like if they want it if they want to pay that then I get the banks. That's how much it's worth. That's how much it's worth. But then the yeah. banks are just like, oh, okay, we're not gonna, we're not gonna lend you. And it's always like this, a hundred grand or something. Mm -hmm. like, oh no, you, you know we gotta come with hundred grand. So like over two million dollar house, man. It's it's also the worst when you, <clears throat> when you try to deter the buyer from writing on a place, or they didn't get a place. Mm -hmm. So you talk shit about that house. You're like, you know what, that kitchen sucked anyway. And you know, like I, I made a video about that. But they were like, yeah, the neighborhood wasn't great. And yeah. then their backup offer gets accepted or the agent calls you 
and you tell your client and they're like, yeah, I thought you just told me this place sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then now we want it again. It's like, well, you know, I was just trying to make you feel better. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just, um, yeah, I don't know. I just tell people like it is, if I don't like that, if I wouldn't move into it, I'm like, dude, this is like quite a bit of work, shit like yeah. that, you know? Um, it's a nice house. I mean, it's gigantic. It's like 6,000 square feet. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's sick. But um, I don't know. But they bought it and it's all going to go well. It's all going to go well. Right. Um, the appraiser, he's going to walk in, he's going to go, yep, and leave. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. That's his name's Wayne. Wayne, if you're watching this, return my fucking call. <laughs> um yeah so if he was exciting stuff we got into real real estate stuff there for a bit that's shocking Just i know a nice little us. nice little change there Jesus. you know we talked about content we talked about actual real estate circumstances yeah you know, i mean this this content comes from somewhere so yes you know it's good, good to uh, see our perspective on shit i guess i think yeah i think it's good let us know in the comments if you're still here guys uh, let us know in the comments if you liked this type of episode because um, this is good. We really didn't know what we wanted to do. No, and, uh, this is just a filler episode, honestly, until we start the sponsorship. We're just trying to yeah, knock we're, a few out. We're just trying to get filler people. We're going to have Ricky Carruth in a couple right. weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don, I have no ill will to I don't even. I don't even know him. I don't even right. know him. Well. Just think he's, someone actually asked me before we wrap up. He, someone was like, do you hate Grant Cardone? I did a video a couple months ago mm-hmm. where I said you might go crazy, and then I like zoomed in on Grant Cardone's face. Right. Um, which no, I don't hate Grant Cardone. I just think I, I think he's a little full of shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, something about Grant that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. Some stuff like early pandemic. We actually talk about this with Glenda. Oh, with Glenda. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he's done some sketchy shit. It's not but... my kind of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, fine. Uh, I don't know. But no, I don't hate him. I bought his books because I loved him at first. Yeah, it's pathetic. And then I was on Instagram, I was like, oh, this guy's shitty. He's yeah. not very nice. I watched anybody. His, his early videos when I first got into real estate about cold calling. Oh, yeah. He would sit there with his sales associates and watch them cold call. And it was the most intense thing ever. He literally be like, give me the phone, give me the phone and just be telling them what to say and what not to say while they're on the phone. I felt so bad for the people that were calling. Jeez, looked man. like the most uncomfortable work situation ever. Imagine that guy marching around your office. Dude. I'd uh, see. I don't do, I would never do well with someone like yeah. him. Oh no. Cause I'd be like, fuck off. You yeah. know, and I'd immediately get fired. Yeah. So I'm just not that. Uh, Uncle G is not for us. No, not for us, but no. you've worked with some big, heavy hitters i think a lot Wait, of people forget what you, you work in the same office as oh, yes. the altman brothers that's right not the altman brothers the band the altman brothers the altman brothers yeah. josh and matt that, matt funny guy uh, yeah that's what you say you say he's a very funny guy vulgar tongue at least he you know had it in the office i like both of those guys they seem they seem funny um they're very good friends with jordan cohen a mm-hmm. uh over ask alum first yep. episode one exactly. of my favorite episodes to this date because we should have him, him back on now that i'm on it yeah yeah exactly now that oh, no. a part of the episodes yeah no i well i asked and then he asked if you would be there as well and i said yeah eric would be there and mm-hmm. now he's not he's, talking to us yeah he hasn't responded in about six okay. weeks yeah Got so it. damn yeah so um 
Jeez. No, we 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 chat all the time, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't really want you to be on. No, we should have him it's back on right. because people want to know about his listening presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he just crushes, and we should maybe reach out to Matt and Josh. I always wonder why Josh is more of the main Figure guy ahead. on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, they seem yeah, like they're know. kind of 50-50 mm-hmm. split, but maybe a little Matt- taller, slightly better looking. You think? Yeah, a little bit more charismatic on camera. I think maybe that's why. Hmm. Attractive okay. wife. I mean, Matt also has an attractive wife, but Josh was dating Heather, I think, like beginning of the show or oh. married to her. So, so that I helps as well. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you also, before we end again, we're going to end in like really soon. We're really bad at this. Like This is like you Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. It's like 15 <laughs> endings every single time. Just, you know, they batter the hobbits and then you well, got to see Bilbo. I, like, things keep coming up. You got, end? you got called out by Sirhan. I did. are not yes. watching the recent episodes. Yes. That's hilarious. So can you walk us through that post real quick? Before it was a, a bait and switch really is what it was. I posted about million dollar listings saying it'd be refreshing to have an episode where there's an agent crying in his car, uh, you know, writing an offer that they already know isn't going to get accepted or coming back from like a mold inspection, just like typical real estate shit. And the goal was to get either him or some million dollar listing contestant or uh, not contestant person to comment on. And he did. So, you know, he called me out for not watching, but love it. He's uh he engages a lot with your content. I, I believe he really enjoys he goes in phases. your page. Well, I think he really enjoys your page. I hope so. Good for you. Yeah. I think, so. I think sometimes he has and sometimes he hasn't. I don't know. Mm, He's a tough I, guy to read. I feel like he it goes through like months of him not seeing your shit. Yeah. Like I really or think him just that, hating it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he probably fucking hates your guts some months. Yeah. But um <laughs> no, I think he just legit doesn't see it. Yeah, it's possible. So, um, but now he's got a big team. The team's great over there, and I'm sure yeah. they they. Uh, I think he's got bigger stuff to worry about. Throw than, it, throw than it your way. Open house meme that I'm well, posting. You know what? It's good to get a good. These people are busy. If you can give them a good laugh every now there and then. There it is. All right. There's well, air conditioning. that's our that cue, folks. Yeah, that's our cue. Um, thanks for listening. This was, I think, it was a fun episode. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see in the analytics. Yeah, we will. Um, think, we'll see the, the retention time on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Two but minutes if, in. If you're still here, comment pursuit of happiness. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else, Eric? No. Okay. Well, y'all take care now.